0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Manly Hanley Podcast. This is the podcast with no limits on what we'll cover. I'm your host, Randy. Have a snack, sit back, and relax. This episode was recorded on Saturday. April 17th, 2021. All right, so what's new for today? Today, this is 100% unscripted. That intro I said just from memory, obviously, because I say it that way every time, but I, I'm i not going to say the episode number anymore. I don't feel that's important. And I've checked out many different podcast hosts, and the thing is... They don't even, a lot of times they'll even tell you to not put the episode number in there. I was big on that. I was like, oh yeah, because I want to keep track. But apparently they do it anyways. And obviously in the metadata, in the episode properties, you can put that with many hosts. Uh, My last host was SoundCloud. They were great, but I I don't, I mean, I think they're great better for music like they're intended for. They do work really well for podcasts, but I didn't want to pay for it anymore, especially since I'm not really monetizing anything about this podcast. So I just went to Anchor, which is, it's more big, you know, it's a bigger platform. Spotify owns them, I think, and, you know, but they're cool. They, they're fine. And right now, it works really well. Simple, really easy. And I like that. The first year of the podcast, I think it might have been the first and part of the second year, was, um, I had to have a big, um, what was it called? It was the first thing I started with, Pod Sprout or Buzzsprout, Podsprout, was that Google, Buzzsprout? I can't keep track, But they were really cool too. They were like 12 bucks a month and completely adequate for any podcast. You know, it would, it would give you enough upload space and they were really helpful. A lot of tutorials, they cared about users being effective and using good tools to create their podcasts. So I still recommend them. They were great. Just didn't want to pay money. I'm cheap, you know. I'll spend a lot of money on some other things that other people would question. Why would you buy that? And then I won't spend $12 on that. So whatever. I'm just trying different things. But today, I don't know how this is recording. I did a test before the podcast where I just recorded just the video, but I'm putting everything through my desktop computer. Now, I have a workstation-grade desktop that's pretty powerful, but when it comes to video and encoding and uploading all this data and recording in my DAW, my Persona Studio One at the same time, that's a lot of stress for anything. So I have a feeling this transmission is probably out of sync. And fortunately, I know the audio, as long as that's recording, that's not in sync with any video, the podcast. So I can just upload that. As, but I'm just giving it a go today just to see how it happens. I'm also simulcasting to, uh, what is it called? I can't even think. DLive and Twitch. Just these are defaults built into Restream. So I just picked them because I don't have paid accounts with them. I just have free accounts. So I'm, I'm streaming to three other things in addition to recording the podcast and encoding video. To an MPEG, which it's only putting 10.5 percent stress on the processor, as far as I can see in OBS Studio, which I'm also running, and I <laughs> I have a iPhone plugged in via USB to my computer through an app on my computer called E2 ESoft uh, it's IV Cam, which I mentioned last week. So this is kind of an experimental episode. Well, very much an experimental episode when it comes to video. This could come out terribly. And if anybody's even watching this right now, they're probably being like, what's wrong with your video? Maybe. So my fear about this, what's going to happen is the audio is not going to be in sync with the video after a few minutes. It's just going to be completely dropped frames. But it says I have zero dropped frames allegedly for the feed. So that's good. But for the recorded video, we'll find out later. <laughs> uh, when I did my test with the video, just recording to the hardest, just the video, it was fine. I had to delay my audio input signal by 150 milliseconds, which is a setting you can do in advanced audio properties in OBS. That's how all streamers probably do it. Because you have a feed coming into your computer, and they're never going to be exactly the same speed. Even if they're on the same type of cable, it's just video takes more resources than audio. No questions about that, right? And I see some screen tearing. I see like some jittering, I guess, if that's the word for the video in my monitor. So we'll see. I'm, I'm kind of like nervous about it, but like I said, I never relied on video for this anyways. And you might see that I also have a wider view. Now, smartphones generally come with a pretty wide lens nowadays, right out of the box. And this is just an iPhone 12 plugged into USB into the computer, and it's got the just the zero zoom on it. I don't have the one-time zoom like iPhone Pluses used to start doing with the telephoto lenses, you know, after a few years. I just have it zoomed far out, so you can see more of the room, which is pointless, but you can see my uh, drum patent, you know, um, framed uh, items up here that, that Krista got me. They're really cool. got these when I was dating, when we were dating, and uh, I framed, uh, she framed them, and I hung them, so it looks kind of cool. There is actually many more on this other wall, but I can't show you the whole room. So uh, let's jump to what we're going to talk about today. Today I want to talk about Web hosting solutions because I think everybody should have a website, regardless of what it's about. It could be a, per, a resume. It could be, I don't know, uh, your podcast website. If you have a podcast, you should have a website for it because then you don't have to rely on any one source like Facebook or Google to claim that you exist. So I think a website is kind of like your own little, um, your island. You know, it's kind, it's 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 neat, it's just neat to have that. So. Let's talk about what I recommend. Um, I have a bunch of junk up on my... Oh, yeah, that's when I was messing with the audio guy. But let's switch to my other camera. I find OBS is really friendly with this, so I like that. I was reading this OBS delay guide because I couldn't find the darn menu to change the setting I knew needed changing. But here's what I think about websites and hosting a website or having it hosted. Now, it's not gonna change totally from what I flip-flop. I'm not gonna flip-flop totally like how I, did, how I do a many things with these tech items, especially video. I change my setup every friggin' week. But I recommend, if you can, just like I did in the last few episodes, having your own NAS, that's network attached, attached storage, if I could talk right, in your home. And that would be Synology is my first recommendation. I think they're great for the money. People might say, oh, they're expensive. No, they're not. It's fine. Buying something from them, you save up you know a thousand bucks you could have a awesome powerful functional everything in your house and i say basement every time basement's nice uh, if your basement's dry and it's it's going to be cool more than likely it's just a nice place to store electronics as long as you don't have a leaky basement uh, i recommend maybe if you can mount it off the wall so if you ever did get water in your basement it's up off the ground it's not a problem if you get like five feet of water and it still gets wet you got a bigger problem and you're going to be spending a lot to replace more than a NAS, so. But I recommend the NAS, Network Attached Storage. And if you have any questions, always feel free to email me at randy at and I will answer the question to hopefully save you time on what I struggled on because I asked other people and they helped me save time. And there's a whole NAS community on Reddit and it's awesome. I think it's just called Synology or Synology NAS community and they, there's some really awesome posts on there. So... That's my first recommendation. Now, if you're like, you know, I don't want to invest $1,000 just to get a NAS if I'm only going to use it for a website. Well, that's not all you're going to use it for. There's so much you can do with it. But I still recommend that as your first step if you can go that way. You don't need to be tech savvy to have a NAS. There's lots of guides. Um, you don't even have to have a networking background. I'm not a network engineer. I have enough networking background to set up a server and, you know, just basic troubleshooting with that kind of stuff. But a NAS is, it's, there's so many guides, you don't need to know it. Um, so the what would I do? What would you do if you don't want an S and you just want a simple website and you feel you know, and understandably, you feel safer having somebody else host your website, and that is safer to have somebody else host your website because they do that for a living. They secure their web service, they're monitoring them twenty four seven. Chances are you're not doing that in your home off off the bat. I recommend hosting your hostinger h o s t i n g e r as of this video. I used to recommend Bluehost and HostGator, which are awesome hosts, but just like insurance, they just jack up the price after a while. And it's even though they warn you about it, you know, like this price is good for this long, it still hits hard. Like my my first couple of years on there, since I have a share, I did a shared hosting website, and it was like fifty bucks maybe, you know. And then boom, four hundred bucks. I'm giving you, I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but I remember it going up to four fifty, whatever plan I had before. It ended up being four fifty, and I'm like, nope. And that's when I took everything from, I think it was at that time, uh, Bluehost. And I took it and I migrated it to my home, to the NAS, because whatever. I get as much storage as I want at home. I have to pay. I don't get a 50 gigabyte max. Put whatever I want on it. And 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 I did it for then. So what was the next step? Well, if I ever do get more of an audience and I don't want all the traffic coming into my home, which could be a security risk if you're not doing it in the safest way possible, which it's always a security risk routing ho- traffic into your house. I don't care what anybody says. If traffic's coming in through your router, coming in, it's a risk. You could get hacked. It's very possible. Now, will you get hacked? Depends how good you are at blocking things or allowing certain countries into your house. You, could, you can block by IP addresses. You can do all that. But to, to just get to the point and get a website, I'm going to re- recommend Hostinger. Over all the other ones I've recommended in the past, even over GoDaddy. But more so, I would recommend getting your domain name first and not going through them with that. This is my personal opinion from what I've went through. And I recommended this provider a while back, and it was uh, namecheap.com. And namecheap, you can get a domain for like two bucks, I think, or one. I mean, some of them are like a $1, dollar, uh, $1.44 per month. I don't know. That's for hosting. Gosh, I got to, I got to. There we go. It's like 12 bucks. That's what mine ended up being for like a year. And I think I bought randrums.com, like which is my Twitter handle, because why not? And I own that. And there's even discount codes if you look around, I guess. 12 bucks a year is pretty awesome. I think back in the 90s it was like 35 or 70 dollars you had to buy at a time for a domain, and it took much longer through the internet. This is really easy. And once you own the domain through them, you can, and they, and they off, what's big is I got privacy, what do you call it? Domain uh, hosting privacy. I forget what that's called, where you can hide your address and all that stuff. When you buy a domain, generally your address and all that stuff is searchable through the public internet. You could just find it. You could be like, oh, who owns this domain? And then if they just put their, they didn't put anything but a PO box, you're going to know where they live and everything. So I recommend uh, paying for the privacy option through whoever you use. But I think Namecheap, the one plan I bought, included it, which was awesome. The reason I'm telling you all this before, if you do go with Hostinger, is they, like, they have great prices, just like Spirit Airlines. You, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, it's just what you need. But then they know, they're hoping you're going to need more, I would think. And you're going to pay for all those extras. And that's kind of how it is with Hostinger. Once I logged in, I noticed that, oh, I have to pay for encryption beyond $1. Uh, SSL certificate. I can get SSL certificates free in my home. Why do I have to pay them? So I opened a chat with them and I complained a little bit. I just said like, hey, it's my own fault. I complained about my own mistake. I said, it's my own fault. I signed up thinking that the one SSL certificate is for any site you host. And here's the cool thing. Hostinger, let's just go there. Well, First off, they were really reasonable. He's like, well, how many sites do you want to have? Um, do you want an SSL certificate for? I don't, I don't know, probably five, because I know I'm bringing at least three over and I'm going to create another one for testing and fun and learning. He's like, okay, let me ask my team. And I was like, he's going to do it. This guy's cool, I can tell. And he did it. And he's so I was like, maybe I should have asked for 10. And I said, do I have to use them right away? And he's like, no, they'll be in your account. Just use, just grab them for the site when you need them. I'm like, that's awesome. Okay, I'm going to stay with them. And right here is the main offer they show you that's $219 a month. I recommend going for a step up if you can. And look for discount codes. They're all over the web. You can discount beyond this when you sign up. So, this plan, if you scroll down, you'll see the single shared hosting is only 99 cents a month. So, actually, 219 is the one I recommend for the money. I I wouldn't recommend getting the 99 cents because, well, you get one website, but with the 219 a month one, you can do 100 websites. Yes, it's going to obviously, it's not gonna be the fastest in the world, I, I don't think. But I've already tested two sites on there, and they friggin' load fast. Not like my old shared hosting with Bluehost, because they hope you're going to buy a VPS or you're going to pay more for dedicated server or whatever, bare metal server, whatever. I don't know. This this loads really quickly. And anyway, you can see right here, this is where I failed to notice, that it says, uh, where's SSL? Right there, free SSL, 1195 value. And if you click on this, Perfectic website and... Uh, it doesn't say they don't just say like this is for only one out of your hundred websites, but that's what it means. If you just signed up, it's going to be like, yeah, you want SSL? Here's your, you know, you get that with your first domain. Then when you go to try to add to others, eleven ninety five. Add it to another one. You need SSL on your on your website. There's no question. You if if you want to be listed in Google or they're gonna you're it's going to affect your ranking if you don't have a secure a certificate on your friggin website. You need to have that. So that's something I recommend you try if you do sign up and. I mean to sign up for like four years. I think it is. I think that this this package does it even show it? Yeah, four ninety nine a month when you renew. This two ninety nine two nineteen a month pricing is if you sign up for four years. So you're going to pay for that in advance, but it still ends up being like with the coupon code that I found under a hundred bucks. That's awesome. That's incredible. Uh, one quarter the price that I was doing with HostGator or Bluehost can't keep track anymore. And that's for four years. Wow. And I can add a hundred websites. So if I wanna, you know, build a website for somebody and and it's not gonna cost me extra money, it's just gonna cost me time. I could put them on there, see how they like it, see if it if it loads good for them. Now, if they start getting millions of visitors, then you're gonna have to say, Hey man, um, I can't afford to host you anymore. You're gonna help me upgrade my package with Hostinger <laughs> you know it, it, that could happen but most websites just get a few views they, I mean unless you're uh, you know a massive media personality or, or just you're a celebrity or something you're not going to get what's going to force you to upgrade your package so let's see how I'm doing with this uh the recording's going on still I don't know how sync in sync this video is I've been going for 16 minutes babbling no script completely different today even though everything looks the same in this camera and this last episode this is really weird for me to do this because i don't want to be looking at the script now i think i'm going to find a middle ground where i just look at bullet points and that's kind of how my one notes uh, setup work for the podcast but i want to go just kind of keep my focus on the web browser here i tend to do better just kind of browsing and talking and you know, working in the support field for most of my career, is I'm kind of used to that. So maybe that's why I'm more comfortable doing this. So anyways, Hostinger is awesome. Um, could I log in? I don't want to show you all my personal information. I don't think it shows my credit card and stuff. But two nineteen dollars a month. And I'm trying to think what else might help you save time if you sign up for this. Um, what is the platform? This is the big thing. I should clarify that you probably want to use them if you are okay with using WordPress. And they do make WordPress easier to set up than the other hosts I've used in the past because this is what they do. They host WordPress and they do it very efficiently. So, and I think everybody's probably okay with WordPress. I think 90, whatever, percent of blogs use it. It's it's the big one anyways. There is another solution they have that is built into this hosting, but I don't recommend it. It's not very streamlined. I don't know if it's listed on here. Let's see if it's in their screenshot. I went away from the mic there for a sec. What is it called? Um, I think it's like Z, it starts with a Z, ZY something. Uh, let's just kind of browse around here for a sec. Website builder. Here we go. Let's see what they show in this screenshot. They don't even show it on their website, and it's like the main. So, if you want something other than website, like say you wanted to upload your your own HTML file, I suppose you could through the file viewer and just delete the PHP files. Maybe I didn't mess with that. So you could go the old school way. I think I haven't tried that. Now I do have a website, Randy Media, that is currently well, it's migrating over to them, but I did host that as just like like just an index.html file, like a simple page on a you know. Whatever you call it, I can't even think. Just a just a web server, a lamp server. I don't know, whatever on a server, and it works. So I think you could do this with them, but don't don't uh, quote me hard on that. But they're going to sway you to use WordPress, and I highly recommend it. WordPress is is very secure. There's an update option that you could force to install the latest updates no matter what. I recommend that. If 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 something breaks. You could probably contact them and say, hey, it broke my update, and they could roll you back. They could just help you. You don't have to go through changing all the PHP files and screwing with that. You don't want to fuck with that kind of stuff. There's WordPress tutorials that will show you how to do it and just update the files in the directories without replacing the directories. That's how you can update WordPress manually. I've done it. It's annoying. But if you do it a lot, it's easy. You used to do it a lot. Uh, that's if you can't update WordPress from the console, like in the browser, you actually have to go into the FTP and replace files. Just like you would on your local computer, you know, just to update a folder and a directory. It's kind of like that. And I think WordPress has three main directories that you screw around in. But anyways, this is really what I recommend. And I still have my NAS. I still have one site hosted on my NAS because I want to do that. Just, uh, randyhandley.com. That's what the podcast is hosted on. It's still there. Because if I want to attach a media file, I don't have to worry about restrictions as far as like bandwidth, only my house limiting me. So I'm not going to get any, you know, dings or alarms from these companies if they're like, hey, you can't host that file there. Because there are terms, and I suggest you read any web host's terms. And they'll say maybe no streaming, no audio files hosted, no videos hosted. Well, that's why you use YouTube, obviously, or Cloudflare for five bucks a month. You could host your own video, I think. I recommend that over YouTube because of Google's censorship and bias. But I think this is the way to go. Uh, if you want to check out my sites that are related to this, go to randrums.com. <laughs> it really, there's nothing on it. In um, Randy Media, that should be almost up. I was just working on that earlier. But this is more of a test episode. Uh, I'm keeping it under 21 minutes. I would like to thank you for listening. And if you have a second, send me an email at randy at randyhandley.com you don't have to subscribe to anything you know you can just email me and then that email is i guess your subscription i'll probably reply and say hi so <laughs> it's better than a a newsletter coming to your inbox every 5 seconds thanks for listening and have a great weekend